Blog Talk Radio. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Headphones so quiet, you can't hear anything. Gotta turn it up, man. The people want to hear. By the way, we are available on closed caption in certain uh, areas. December 16, 2019, two days, one week until Christmas, ten days, uh-huh. nine, days. nine happy, days, happy holidays to you, happy holidays, you're a Christmas guy, Merry Christmas, thank you, of course I'm a Christmas guy, of course, like I, I mean I know that, but do you think somebody should see you and just know, yeah, it's a Christmas guy, yeah, do you wear Christmas? Well, I, wear, I wear a Santa hat a lot. Oh, that'll help. That that does help. I didn't wear, I didn't wear it this year. Very, uh, if I was wearing like a, a yarmulke hat, then you'd have an idea Yeah. that I was Jewish. But I'm not. I'm a Christmas guy. Well, with those curls, I would assume you were Jewish. That, I've gotten that before. Yeah. I have. Yeah. That, you look nothing like a uh, Jewish person, by the way. No, thanks. Good. Well, I don't know if it's a compliment or not, but it's... Uh, no, yeah. I mean, it would, either way, would like... It's complimented by what? Back out of that one, pal. Back out of what? That, your little comment, your little Jerry Lawler comment over no, there. No, no. Oh, Lawler. I had to watch a pay-per-view with him commenting all night last night. Yeah, him and Jim Ross are the fucking pits, man. Like, it's 2019. Were they never good? They were, they were right for the time in an era when there wasn't a lot of options. Yeah. And, uh... You know, they, they they have the job, and look, Vince McMahon tried to get rid of Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler multiple times. Sure, absolutely. And it just never worked because there was no one to replace them, you know? What are you going to get, Mike Adamly? You couldn't, you couldn't get, like, nobody was training to be a broadcaster to be in wrestling. Right. It was just guys from the territory days left who could broadcast wrestling <laughs> who understood the psychology of it. So you were left with very few options, and Jim Ross was... Uh, uh, doable. Like, he, he did the job. He wasn't terrible at it. He just, I think there could have been better. So, oh, I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. You okay over there? Yeah. Just... Yeah, I have that tonic. Did you get that tonic from the fridge? The program died. No, it was on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Was... Program died. Are we off? Uh, I think we're back. I think we're back. The app, the app had failed for a moment, but now it's back. My app has never failed. We have been on Blog Talk Radio, though. Which, by the way, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, 760-454-8834 is the number to call. That's 760-454-8834. And you folks on Facebook, you're in luck because even though we didn't get started right away on Facebook Live, you didn't miss anything. Nothing. Yeah. Amazingly. Because, I mean, all we are is content. Uh-oh. Back over there. And, Shouldn't watch and you can hear me through that. Yeah, we can hear you. Everybody can hear you. I class. can't hear it at all. Like, I don't know what, why, why that function isn't working. 
Well, Damn. today is a sad day, a gloomy day, a tragic day. A, uh, a, a, we've dipped into the dwelling of desolation as the Chicago Bears have officially been eliminated from the 2019-2020 NFL playoffs. So heading into the week, it was a 4% chance or so. 4%! And it's currently at 0% chance of the Chicago Bears in the playoffs. Like I said. And one of the kickers on that was the Cowboys needed to beat the Rams for the Bears to have a chance. And the Bears had to win. And the Cowboys had to beat the Rams. And they they kicked the shit out of them, if I recall. The Cowboys were that one? Yeah. They beat, beat up on the Rams of Los Angeles, formerly of St. Louis, formerly of Los Angeles. That makes sense because, you know, last week I told you there was a dude I had to beat, an evil, vile human who who thought he could take down the great Al Archer yeah. in year-long fantasy, a kid who sat at number one on the mountain for the entire season. He was on, He was number one on the mountain or you were number one? He was number one. I was in the bottom, Clark. I was out. Usually about. I was statistically yeah. usually, yeah. Uh, I was statistically out of the whole damn thing. And uh, all of a sudden... All of a sudden, he's, he, he, he trash-talked me. He called me a fat ass. It's like four or five weeks. And that was a little below the belt. Wait, he called you a fat ass? He called me. He, 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 he fat-shamed me in 2019. Do you know this guy IRL? In that yeah, yeah, I do. I Some-wife. Yeah? Uh, S-I-R-L. Semi in real Someone life. Someone in real life. Yeah. Like a guy through a guy. A guy through a guy. Yeah. So, uh, so it's rude to go for the weight. That's lame. That's childish. It's easy. It's very easy. So as soon as he did that, I go, you know what? I'm going to get all my analytics together. I'm going to get my team of experts. I'm going to get my thinking cap. I'm going to turn it on high. Technology hat. My technology hat is going on high, and I'm going to take this kid down. Because statistically, I wasn't out in the playoffs, Clark. I had a 4% chance. And every week, it went up to 18%. Wow. 35%. 50%. I had to win my last game. By 10 points, and two other people had to lose, and that happened, by God, because I was destined to get there. Okay. So now it's seed number four, the fourth seed, the final seed, the guy who scored the least amount of points of all the playoff teams, your pal Big Al Archer, steps in with King Friday's army, and we take down these girlies. All right. Well, congratulations. Way to go. Way to go. I beat him by, like... I think you put. I don't even think you put up 100. I think I put up 160. Nice. Woo! Huge, my friend. And then, so I was in three, three semifinals, Clark. The other one, three. I won easily a league year end. You know, it's okay. funny. I'm in a, a couple of leagues with you, and I, I, don't, I didn't see you. Are you in any of the playoffs? Maybe that cheap one? You're still in the yeah. cheap league playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to lose. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I need, uh, I need Ke- 30 points out of Michael Thomas and Jack Doyle. Possible. Keegan's league? Yeah, that is possible, actually. You get 22 from uh, Thomas and 10 from uh, Doyle. That's I mean, very realistic. It's, it's tough, though. Like, it's good things have got to be happening for both. Yeah. No injuries. Yeah. No well, I'll tell you what. It helps you that T.Y. Hilton will be playing tonight. So it should challenge the Saints. I did see that. It should challenge the Saints, and that shouldn't bite too bad into Jack Doyle's target. I didn't take a look at the over-under yet just because I just kind of want to – I wanted to not pay attention <laughs> to that one tonight. We have a call. You want to go to it? Surprise later. Nine seven three. Lou. Is that Lou? I think I think we might have Lou here. Well, let's get early. Let's go see. If let's get Lou. Let's get Lou early here. All right. We'll get right. Hey, what's up, Lou? Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, how are you, pal? All right, Lou. It's great to hear from you, my friend. Thank you. What's going on in the Lou world? The Lou world order. Yeah. 
well, for the most part, most of our teams in the area are pathetic. I mean, the Giants oh, yeah. did get a win yesterday. Big deal. Your season's your season's tarnished anyway. That, that, that one. Eli Manning, baby. Let me tell you, as a fantasy football player, that uh, Saquon Barkley should be ashamed of himself for this season. Why? Yes. Fantasy wise. Well, okay. that cost me in daily fantasy at least three times this year. Sure. Sure. Three times. Well, he was hurt. He was hurt a lot. He's a bum. Yeah. He was hurt. He's back. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and Daniel Jones, uh, not to be the superstar they thought he was going to be. I mean, Danny yeah, Dimes. One great, yeah, one great game in the beginning, and after that, fell flat. Doesn't he have some injuries too, though, or no? Like he yeah. he he's not good regardless. That's true. Yeah, so. I don't know. Wow, no, I don't know. I don't know if Danny Dimes is the answer over there in uh, the Big Speaking NY. Yeah, who's your bum of the week? Yeah, I think I'll, well, you can't really pick anything with the Giants because they won yesterday. Yeah, so you got to go to the other yeah. side of town. Yeah, I got to go to the other side of town. I'll tell you what the smart move last week was when the Knicks finally fired Fisdale. So that was a smart move right there. Yeah, that'll work. Bum of the week. Right there. Yeah. That's right. The last grab team, bum of the week. Do they, uh, do the Knicks have, is it ownership problems out there? Is that what's going on? I've, I've heard rumblings about ownership just isn't, doesn't seem to be mm, with it. It could be. But basically, it's a combination of problems. You know, management, uh, playing style, uh, Dolan. Well, Dolan is a, Dolan is a problem. So, there you go. All contributing factors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that you got Bumsdale out of there, maybe good things will start happening. Hmm. Oh, the next episode of Fansville. Oh, boy. Hey, now. Oh. Yeah, well, here in Chicago, things haven't been uh, much better. The Cubs, the Cubs suck, but they're done. We don't even have to talk about that. Uh, yeah. The Sox are it's getting better. They might resign that outfielder, Cast- Castellanos, Nick. Castellanos or something? Mm, I love a good case. We'll see. Right. I don't feel good about the Cubs. We'll see what happens. What about but, your uh, Bulls? Ooh, there's really nothing to discuss with the Bulls. There's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, the executives running that team between the president, John Paxson, and the GM, Gar Foreman. There just doesn't seem to be a lot there. Uh, he's, still, he's still using the Derrick Rose injury of, uh, what was that, 2011 or so? Yeah. He's still yeah. using that. It's an excuse for why things are falling Come apart. On, Maybe it was already. Than that. You can't use that as an excuse anymore. No, and they their draft picks. I mean, Derrick Rose fell into their hands. They they were like had the twelfth best number that year in the lottery. And but they, Clark, you know what they say about every Rose? It, it uh, well, I bet I bet I do know. Yeah, yeah, it has a thorn. There it is. And Derrick Rose definitely yeah. was a thorny son of a bitch. That's true. Ah, uh, he's doing great in Detroit these days. I do like seeing that. <laughs> So then you got the Blackhawks, who I believe are in dead yeah. last in their division. And uh, what happened to them? The White Sox may have the most optimism in the city right now. The Chicago White mm. Sox, but people are still pissed because they didn't go out and try to get any money to get any of the pitchers. Speaking of pitchers getting money, those Yankees, my friend, throwing Garrett Cole a record amount I'm of money. I'm not sold just yet. I'm not sold on him yet. Let's see what he does first before he, he was, starts making big fuss. He was pretty damn good last year, huh? And the Yanks know their stuff. That's a franchise you can get behind. Oh, come on. 
But hey, yeah, look at all those titles. Lou, would you call yourself a Yankees guy or a Mets guy? Oh, a Yankees fan, definitely. Oh, Lou gets it. Okay, all right. Lou's an alcoholic. He knows. The Mets are for the uh-huh. cool kids, though. The, the Mets, he might be a Clark Bar. He's not a Clark no, Bar. He's an alcoholic. No, he's an sure. alcoholic, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I don't, I've never had the complete hatred of the Yankees. That most do. Well, yeah, you, you support a loser baseball team. Oh, ah, right. So a loser baseball team. They won the World yeah. Series a few years ago. A few years ago. I can count them on my hand yeah. how many years ago they won the World yeah. Series. You're almost out of here. You're almost out no, of fingers with right. that, pal. It's like, what, four years? There's been, what, three champions since? Four. <laughs> four. Yeah, so many. World Series in ten years. Lou, you got, you got all your uh, Christmas shopping done? or Just about. Good, good. Anything exciting? You hoping for anything this year? My what? Are you hoping for anything from Santa Claus this year? Or? Um, no, not anything. Not anything uh, at the top of my list. I mean, you know, I'm not a kid anymore, so I don't really, you know, think about yeah. that. My dad's angling for a TV. Oh yeah, he's hinting hard. He needs a TV. You know, you got to be careful yeah. with him because if if you get like the Roku one, the the old older folks. They can't handle the small remote that comes with it. Oh, he's got a Roku. Okay. Keep that in mind. I bought him a Roku a couple of years ago with the tiny remote. Oh, so he's already got it. Yeah, you know, he knows he's going to love that shit. Yeah, yeah. One less step, yeah. he's going to love it. My partner in my household, she loves one less step on the Roku TV. You TV guy, Lou? Uh, yes. And then you watch it? Yes. Okay. You watch any good? You got any programs you're uh, checking out? Well, that depends on what people would co- consider good, because everybody has a different taste than I do, pretty much. Okay. Well, 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 I, don't, I don't go for a lot of the so-called reality stuff. Oh, no, no, good, no. Good. Al has like one or two. Yeah, I big Survivor. Big Survivor's guy. been voted off the island. Oh, you're done with Survivor? Yeah, I haven't watched Survivor in a couple of years. I watched yeah. the first three episodes and I lose interest. But you do, you only do like two. I'm, I'm not the biggest of reality shows. A couple of them, though, here and there. Big Brother and Total Divas. Those are mine. Oh. Yeah, I love the Total Divas. What are, what are the real, what, what, what non-reality shows are you watching? Well, I like to like to watch a lot of like um. Science fiction and some of the, and some of the dramas that are out. So I'm more I'm more to that, you know, like the the good stuff. What about The Walking Dead? You know, for some reason I never get into that. Okay, Spider Man. All right, I understand. Are you more of a? Are you more of? You gotta you gotta answer. This is a, a big question. This is bigger than Yankees Mets. Are you more of a Star Trek guy or a Star Ooh. Wars guy? Ooh. Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. You're more of a Clark guy. Yeah. Are you more of an Al? You're I'm a more Star, Star Trek. Trek guy? Yeah, I'm a Star Trek guy. Yeah, and I'm not much of either, to be honest, but I'm more of a Star Wars guy. Oh, good yeah. yeah. All right, Lou. Well, I hope if we don't hear from you uh, again next week, you have yourself a Merry but Christmas. But if you're not busy, go ahead. Happy Hall- holiday. Give Al a call. Ha- happy, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, and uh, if we don't catch you soon, we'll we'll catch you next decade. <laughs> Yeah, who'd have thought that? We're going to a new decade in, a few, in just another two weeks. We can start saying the fun. 20s again. We can be like, oh, the 20s. We're entering the roaring 20s, man. We've been able to say the roaring 20s. The 90s, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The deuce. Lou, take it easy. Hi, right, brother. Hey, let's head over to the Facebook line here. Uh, on Facebook, uh, there's so far two separate people have complimented uh, my facial hair. How do you know they're talking? They didn't, they didn't specify Clark. It's great. Clark, I love your mustache. Never mind. Well, you got more of a beard over there. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they did. Um, what happened to your mustache? A couple weeks back, it's the same. I haven't had a mustache. Oh, you just let the other stuff grow in to catch up. Give me five minutes. I'll have a mustache. Cool. I I don't know if I have enough material here here to. Uh, no, I, I don't trust you alone on the uh, mustache. Five minutes. I'd go in there and I'd do a play-by-play call of it, which was great, thrilling, thrilling stuff. Um, yeah, Rizzo, it's great to see you too. He says it's good to see us. Ah, absolutely. Yeah. Likewise. And then uh, Scott is watching a Viking fan, and he said, uh, he's trying to get us, Al. He's trying to bring us in. Big skull. Let's all get in board with the Vikings to crush those Packers. Get in board? Wouldn't you want to get on board? Well, I guess you would want to be in board, but um, I do think that if they played in the playoffs, I would prefer the Vikings won that game. I prefer purple to green. I'm, I would take the Vikings. You prefer purple to green. I know. Huh. Purple rain, purple rain. Versus it's not easy being green. Their, their colors, purple and white, are much better than yellow and green of the Packers. Yeah. Absolutely. And I refuse, yeah, I refuse to call it gold, too. Oh, do they call it gold? I think they do. Don't they? Green and gold? No. Yeah, green and yellow. I guess you're right. It's just vile. It's puke. It's vile. vile. It's what it is. Ridiculous. What was with that game yesterday? Did you ever think that the Bears were in it? No. Right? Like, no. even there, when when they got the ball back down by eight before he threw that pick, um, was that a pick? Oh, yeah. He threw it to the fucking lineman. Right. Yeah. Did you think? No, I never thought. Because they were going to have to score. And then they they're going to have to get two points, points to, just to go into overtime. I know maybe if they scored, they, they do get the two-point conversion. But that's just the way it is. The defense is doing a fine job for the most part. No, no, no. Against okay. the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot of uh, red zone on Sunday. I think that the Packers record, and this, of course, is coming from Bears guys, so any Packers fans would light me up if they're watching. But I think that uh, the Packers are probably, for a team with that, with the record they have, which is what, like 11? They've won 11? Yeah, something about right. I think they're the weakest 11-win team out there. I just, they don't seem like that team. Cause, and this is me from a, being the Bears. My standards are pretty low. I think some of them to do is, uh, you know, as a fantasy player, there hasn't been a lot of equity in the Packers this year. So I think sometimes that, like, when you focus so much on, on fantasy, this is my perspective. You, you may be different. Maybe you, you watch a broader array of, uh, uh, of the NFL. But when you focus so much on uh, 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 fantasy, you know, like, I probably overvalue Buffalo's offense because I know there's some value with uh, Josh Allen and, uh, and John Brown. But I know there's not a lot of uh, value with the Packers because you've got Aaron Jones, who's hit or miss, he is hit him. I mean, he's been hit quite a, more than he ever. Oh, when he hits, he goes for four touchdowns. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when he hits, it's explosive. Mm-hmm. But when he misses, it's a, it's a stinker. And uh, and then Aaron Rodgers has been um, pedestrian as far as as fantasy, but that that doesn't necessarily mean it's not translating on the field in real football. True. You know, if you're an extremely uh, efficient. Uh, Quarterback that's just not getting a lot of the touchdowns or getting a lot of yardage, but but you're taking nice long drives. You know, you could be a really good NFL quarterback with a good passer rating and good everything, but be a terrible fantasy option. So, true, true, absolutely true. Did you did you hear word? Uh, word. The Mitchell Trubisky uh, said a few things about the play calling after the game. Oh, did he now? He's calling it out. I think he went for what, like three hundred and some yards passing. Sounds about right. In there. Um, 
but play calling did seem suspect to me at times. Yeah. The usual suspects. Yeah, just the usual. And like that, the Bears were gone. What do you look for in the next few games? Uh, the remote to change the channel? Really? Yeah, I mean, what are you watching? There's not, there's not even anybody on their team I want to see develop. Well, being a guy who watches the Bears and then talks about them on a on a weekly show, I think there's something that you need to you you got to look for something. We've got to find. Something. I represent the real Bears fans, the the people who who work for a living, who enjoy going out on the weekend and sitting there and uh, eating a, an eclair donut and drinking a coffee in the morning and watching a football game, maybe with a little taco dip. These people, my people, the alcoholics, we understand it's not a waste of time. Okay. There's no so, equity in watching these games. So there's no need to watch the Bears? No. D- just turn them off? Turn them off. Why? We're not Cubs fans. We don't have to suffer. No, you, you watch it to see what what joy am I getting out of it. What are they going to be next year? Oh, we'll know next year. No, you can, you can watch now. Football changes year to year, Clark. Like we him. know this. Ryan Pace, do we need him? I don't know. Uh, hey, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, is he the guy? Uh, Matt Nagy, who, which one of these guys is fucking up? You know, there's a sentence in 2019 in the Lord's Prayer that I feel should be applied to most people. There's a sentence in 2019 in the Lord's Prayer? In the Lord's, in the Lord's Prayer for hundreds of years, Clark, in the Lord's Prayer itself, there is a sentence that we should grasp. Like we should come. take. We should we should acknowledge like and, and apply to our daily. You should apply this to your politics. Okay. You should apply this to your football. You should apply this to, try to, to your love life. You should apply this to just about everything, except the you things I cannot change, Clark. Oh, I don't think that's in the Lord's Prayer. Who went to Catholic school there? You did. You want to argue with the kid who went to Catholic school? Um. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. There it is. Thy kingdom come. Uh-huh. Thy will be done uh-huh. on earth as it is in heaven. Yep. Give us this day our daily bread. Yep. And accept the things I cannot change. <laughs> Give us some judgments. <laughs> now and forever. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well done. That's perfect. I should have known. What was I thinking? Who went to Catholic school here? That is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my partner, Al. Uh, if you're a fan of his, you'd be an alcoholic. I've got the millions of the Clark bars out there. My name's Clark. Uh, you can find me at Clark in Chicago. He is at Larger Than Life on the Twitter. And, uh, yeah, now he's he's just checking his facts. He's doing a little fact checking. Yeah, what I meant to mention was we should really apply, uh, give us our daily bread. Yeah, that's what you should apply to everything. That's true. Yes, I agree. That is the body of Christ. That's what that is, Al. That is the uh, the thing there. You know, Jesus wasn't much of a body guy. Thank you all for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, the podcast listeners still out there. I still hear from them every week. Thank you very oh, much. It's the AA prayer. It's the serenity prayer. Wait, what is the serenity prayer? God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to the change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Which, there, that is what should be applied. Yeah. Forget, take the religion out of it. Get, remove God from the equation and put in the God of your choosing. May the God of your choosing grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom Wisdom to know the difference, Clark. Do you have anything to drink here? 
Yeah, you know, there's, there's a bottle of Tangeray holding up the uh, the camera because we're very high tech. High, I, I need a technology hat on, but that doesn't transfer to the uh, podcast equipment. No, no, it doesn't. And uh, uh, there's whiskey over there as there always is because I, I always keep whiskey present. I, I always keep whiskey in the house. That's good. I don't always have Japanese whiskey like you do. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've switched sides. I just thought it'd be a good idea after the the last segment. Now we should have a drink. Well, if I had some wine, I'd break that out, but I don't have any wine. Do you have any strawberry wine? Strawberry wine, 17. Hot July summer. Absolutely. Taught everything. Hot July moon. First taste of love. Yeah. Ooh, bittersweet. Yeah, great song. That, that People come here for the songs. This is the... Forget that Terry Hammert over there on what, XRT or whatever the hell that lady's from. What's wrong with Terry Hammert? Yeah, we got the real, what is the real music show in town? I love Terry Hammert. Breakfast with the Beatles, I was listening to that yesterday. (laughs) Imagine hearing that and eating Cheerios while hearing that. That's good. Oh, the hat getting too hot? A little warm in here. All right. The the, the technology hat or his heater hat. Is now, now, uh, it's now a bit too warm. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, so, well, we, we talked about the great success I've had. How many finals are you in in uh, your year-long? Uh, I'm in the semifinals of one. I'm in the quarterfinals of another. The quarterfinals, that's the one where uh, where I'm down by 30, and I need, uh, I need, I need 30 out of Michael Thomas and, J- and Jack Doyle. And then in my other league which is the family one. I, I was in fourth place, my brother-in-law in first. And we still have that ESPN one set up for the two-week playoffs. Remember how ESPN leagues are, by default, two-week-long playoffs? Ugh. Yep. So we did that, and I just took care of my brother-in-law, who uh, was the points leader all season. Um, so I beat him, and, and next week uh, it looks like uh, my nephew Kobe is going to win, and we're going to be in the championship. Winner take all. Oh, like a real league. Well, it was 10 bucks a piece. So I've now moved down to an 80% chance. Oh, dropped me down to a 79% chance of winning in your league. It keeps going down. Uh, Michael Thomas is in the red zone. He's in the red zone. He's in the red zone leading the score. So this could be it. Look, I made three, three, final, three semifinals. I'm in three finals. Well, pending two points here. That, uh, that, that freelance show that you saw yesterday, was, that, uh, was it called Fantasy Flight? No. Okay. No. Over the weekend, I went to a Warrior. Freelance? I went to Warrior Wrestling. Okay. Which had a good, I mean, they brought in some of the greatest talent in the world. And uh, a hell of a show. Hell of a show. Yeah, but you also, there were some meet and greets beforehand. Yeah, I got to meet. Uh, I say hey to a couple of people. I saw the great uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki, who I speak of often. You know, I, I met him at his clothing uh, shop over there in uh, Tokyo. Yep, yep, he was there with him. He took on uh, UFC fighter uh, Filthy Tom Lawyer Lawler. Okay, uh, that was a, that was a good match. Uh, hell of a talent. He doesn't talk much. I, I you know, I I dropped a picture of me and him in Tokyo at his shop. And he's just like, oh, me a sign? I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh huh. But I like every time I post a picture with him, everyone's like, oh my god, you survived. But in reality, he's, he's just a really nice guy. Okay. He did. So he came to the... That's awesome. During his match, you know, he came to the ring. 
Everybody loves him. He did his thing. You know, his entrance, everyone loves his entrance. So, he, you know, because everyone gets to sing along to it. Yeah. You get to sing some Japanese. Uh-huh. He gets in the ring, and these guys go at it, and he does his usual match. He has a very, well, have you seen him in Oro Suzuki? I imagine you've seen him all. But he, get, he gets in the ring, and uh, there's a point where he, the, he gets right in front of me, and they start exchanging p- the punches, like right in front of me. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm front row, so I'm like two feet away from them just going at each other. I'm like, yes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking red shoes right oh, now. Boy. I was like, hey, 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 hey. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, so that, that, was, that was a really cool experience. Then after, after the match, this little, uh, a little chubby kid, probably about eight or nine. Awesome. Like, uh, could have been a little Lawrence or a little Archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he says something, and Minoru Suzuki's like, okay, come on. So the kid, like, comes into the entranceway as Minoru Suzuki's leaving, and uh, the kid says something to him, and he just gives him a dirty look and grabs him and puts him in a chokehold and just starts putting him into sleep, or uh, playfully. Right, right, right. You know, right. and then the whole crowd's like, oh. And, you know, and then he lets go, and he gives a friendly, like, a game show host wave. He's like, <laughs> and then he leaves. Um, That's a lot of fun. The greatest wrestler in the world, arguably. You know, I don't know if you're on the Seth Rollins or the Will Ospreay side Brian, of things. Brian Pillman? Uh, the great Will Ospreay was there. I, I met him. He had his uh, he had a sex pig with him, Percy. It's his sex pig? Yeah, yeah. He That's had a sex pig. pig. That's kind of, isn't that a little weird? Well, if, he's, if you follow Will Ospreay's Twitter account, you would find out Will Ospreay's a pretty strange dude. Okay, then. Right. Um, I think he's married to Allie. Or, well, he, he, I know he's got a wrestling girlfriend. Um, okay. Anyways, yeah, British dude, really strange. Uh, he was there with his stuffed animals. And because he, he's fighting at Wrestle Kingdom, it's going to match it. I told him, I go, you know you and uh, Tanahashi are going to steal the show at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, ain't no doubt about it, mate. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, everybody knows. He's like, oh, yeah. So we got to ask. So uh, Hiromu carries Daryl with him, the little stuffed cat. Yeah, right, right, right. So Osprey brought his little stuffed pig. So I brought I brought the little stuffed cat, cat with Willie. Yeah. So it was me, me and Willie. So we, all four of us got a picture together. That's pretty rad. Um, yeah, he was there with, with a Chaos member, uh, Rocky Romero. Okay. He's one of the great uh, lightweight wrestlers in the last 10, 15 years. And uh, Amazing Red. I don't know if you know anything about Amazing Red, but he really is the defining... Um, for, like, if you ask Will Ospreay who, who's the most influential wrestler you ever saw, he'll right. say Amazing Red. Wow. A lot of people don't know Amazing Red, but he, you know, he's like 5'6". Okay. Um, I, think he, I think you've probably seen him like in Impact, if anywhere. Okay. You know, never really had a huge run on television, but fantastic lightweight. Well, anyways, they brought in the guys from Impact, the Rascals. Okay. Oh, and, yeah, they're on Impact. Gotcha. Yeah, so it was uh, New Japan versus Impact. Uh-huh. And uh, the Rascals, man, I didn't know a lot about those guys, but they could wrestle. Really? Yeah. Really? That was the main event? Yeah, that was the main event. Um, absolutely, absolutely was a great match. They gave it their all. You know, Will Ospreay's posted a lot of videos online uh, uh, from that match, some of the, like, flawless moonsaults and shit that he, he did. Yeah. Um, but those those kids can work, and they're all young, with exception, Rocky Romero and Amazing Red are, are, are late 30s, 40s. Okay. But everyone else in there is in their 20s. Okay. So, you know, they're all kids. So they, they went out there and they, they did a match, you, you know, you want to see. This warrior wrestling, man, they, they had some yeah, they have a hell of a card. Yeah, this is probably some awesome talent on this thing. One of the best indie shows uh, of the year. And 
is Brian Cage as big as like, well we yes. found it all out about a year and a half ago, two years ago, but he's he's still that big of a dude. He's just massive. Now I don't I, I know you're probably not as familiar with El Fantasmo. But El Fantasmo was yeah, his that opponent. Was, that's who Sami Zayn was. Uh, uh yeah, no. before on the Indies. He was El Fantasmo? He was no. El Generico. El Generico. Okay. El Fantasmo is one of the better lightweights in, in the country. He's a New Japan wrestler. Not generic. Not generic. He is a member of the Bullet Club. Oh. So you have this Bullet Club guy. Sweet. Who, this guy got on the microphone and he's like, Chicago sucks. He goes, I, I got to say, there's, there's video of the event, you know, because I finally go crazy. You yell out that he's not in Chicago. He's like, uh, you know, the Bulls suck. The Bears suck. He goes, the Cubs suck the place of chairs. Oh. He was like, the Sox suck the place booze. Oh, wow. Sox fan. And uh, Southside. Yeah. And then uh, uh, and then he goes, and you know what, Chicago? Your pizza sucks. That's when oh. I went crazy. I tried jumping the guardrail. Um, what'd you say? Just like, do, you, do you remember? No, I don't remember. I just got all fired up. Okay. They filmed it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have watched it. Yeah, on Fight TV. You probably find it. Yeah, I think it is on Fight TV. Oh, I'm gonna okay. watch it. I'm gonna find a little Archer. Just, oh, so, so uh, El Fantasmo, awesome wrestler, super fun. Do I cramp your style when I when you go to wrestling with me? Because I haven't seen you try to jump a guardrail before. I feel like I was, I, you know, I was front row, and I feel like you still you have to perform a little. You do have to perform a little. So I think there were times I felt like I was a little under like energy. WWE's front guys, front row guys, who are right. Just, Dopey Right So Brian Cage comes out This guy You know what he smells like Roses Ben Gay Yes The whole arena smells like Ben Gay As soon as he walks out Guy must have had a whole jar on him Yeah Big dude Powerful dude Phantasmo Smaller guy Got thrown around a lot But then eventually got to doing his thing Healed the crowd perfectly Goldberg said that his match with uh, Hogan That Hogan had Light like his whole side was Ben Gay, yeah. so he and that's right where his head went. So yeah. he got it. And Hogan implied, or Goldberg implied last night that Hogan did that shit as a as a rib as a, on purpose. And what did Austin say? Uh, he goes, "No, he's a body guy. Yeah. Body guys do that." Well, Brian yeah. Cage's a body guy. Right. Also did it. So I'm starting to think Goldberg didn't buy it. Yeah, but Goldberg's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. The more I watch that, I just like Goldberg. I'm not wow. a Goldberg fan. Well, we'll I, talk more about it right, later. Right. I want to talk about your card here. Because I, I got a couple things to say about it, too. Okay. So, Brian yeah. Cage, Brian Cage, uh, the defending champion. By the way, they're doing a show again in February. We're going. Okay. It, it, I may have to trade. Huh? This one may be more in the budget than another show that's in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We this, may have to discuss. This one, you, you can probably get in there for like 20 bucks. And there's, no, there's not a bad seat in the house. Well, another show recently got announced. It's going to happen in, down at DePaul's Arena. Which yeah, a little AEW. You don't have to go to every AEW show, Clark. But that's going to be a, that's awesome. Like, I'm excited about that. All right. All right. So, uh, Brian Cage defended his title, still champion. Okay. So, we'll see what they do. Uh, uh, to, he, he has the impact title? No, the Warrior. Oh, he's the warrior. He's the warrior champion. Okay, he's he's on Impact though, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a member of the Suzuki Goon Army, uh, Suzuki's army, is uh, Lance Archer. You know, he's best known for the the expression "Everybody dies." Larry agrees that he's a he's a monster. Um, 
I'm Brian Cage. But Lance Archer is the you know there was Bizarro Superman? I I feel like he's Bizarro Al Archer. Yeah. Yeah. Lance Archer. Well I said when I met him, I go, uh, Lance Archer, Al Archer, Al Archer, Lance Archer. Did you really? No, I was intimidated. He's a very, uh, he's six nine and he doesn't look friendly. In line you were thinking that. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got up there. How tall is he? He's about six nine. Yeah, that's a big fella. What'd you say? I'm just like, hey man, your G one this year was great. Which was true. Okay. Like, thanks, man. And I saw before, so he was taking pictures. He had the uh he's the United States champion of New Japan. Okay. And uh he'll be fighting uh Dean Ambrose night one. Oh yeah. That's fun. Um Lance Archer's a, a bad dude. Like he he's a guy if I was recruiting for WWE, he's a guy I would sign immediately, except he's forty. Oh, uh, okay. Uh anyways, he took on Brian Pillman and uh I think Lance Archer might have liked me a little bit because he's, when Brian Pillman uh, got thrown out of the ring, he looks me in the eye, and he grabs Brian Pillman, and he throws him in the guardrail in front of me, and he looks at me, and then he just takes and just chops him as hard as he can across the chest. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. Like, Damn. He did that right there. I'm sure he saw you, I think. Uh, I Pillman. 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 I, I, I showed the picture of me and his dad. Yep. Oh, that's I'm awesome. like, hey, look, this is like 25 years ago. I was making your old man. Oh, that's right. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's got that Hammer Strength shirt on. He's like, yeah, he helped uh, develop that company. Oh, holy shit. He's like, you know, when, I go, when I'm lifting and I see, you know, the Hammer Strength uh, equipment, I'm like, yeah, my dad helped design this. That's awesome. That's, that's so awesome. Dude. He was pretty cool. He, he sold me a little bobblehead. You know, he had a little bobblehead of himself. He's like, hey, man, you know, if you, you know, you can buy this. I haven't put it up there. It's a good okay. call. Good call. All right, there. just check. Get the bag over there. It's going up. We'll, we'll, we'll reveal that at a later date. That's cool. That's so, awesome. I've always been a big fan of Michael Elgin. I think that's a cool move to walk in there with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was cool. He was a fun uh, conversation. Big fan of Michael Elgin. Elgin, of course, got in some trouble locally with uh, some women and got kind of uh, ran off to Japan. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what went on there, but it was, it was his birthday. I didn't realize that at the time, but during the match, you know, people started chanting "Happy Birthday." Okay. And there was only one dude who was like, "Yeah, well, you should treat women better." You know, something stupid like that. I got that from one guy. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, besides that, I think he's a little. I really liked his match with uh, with uh, Ishii in New Japan from a couple of years ago, and I told him so. I'm like, "Hey, Mike, I'm like." Uh, I'm like, Big Mike, your, your match with the, you know, Ishii was really good. He's like, yeah, yeah, thank you. He's a very reserved guy. Um, a lot shorter than I, I would have guessed. Really? I knew Michael Elgin was a small guy, Big Mike. Uh, if you don't know who Michael Elgin is, he's a, just a meathead. Just like pure muscle. Like just a, just a rock solid, like, you know, he looks fat, but it's all solid. Okay. Just Big Mike's all, all, all power. Uh-huh. So, uh, he, uh, yeah, yeah, real short, though. I mean, shorter than me. And, uh, but, yeah, when he went out to the ring, I thought his match was a little selfish. Like, I think they took a lot of time. Very slow, like, almost like okay. a Triple H. Yeah. A lot of suplexes, a lot of power. Uh, Sam Adonis was really good. I think that might even be Chris Masters. The Master Lock Challenge is that is that possible? Sam Adonis is that is the same guy? It doesn't look like it from here, but yeah, he uh, he really knew how to uh, work the crowd though. Okay. Yeah, no, a different guy, totally. Yeah, yeah. He did a lot of work in CMLL. 
Awesome. 30-year-old from Pittsburgh. He, another body guy. So those two guys were, were out there uh, showing off their power. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good match. It was fun. It was fun. Okay. Uh, a little long, though. I thought that was the match that could have went a little shorter. Uh, but Mike Logan, something special. Oh, you know what? They went the time limit draw. Okay. So the gimmick was it had to go long. Okay. So I guess it's not really their fault. Right, 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 right. Uh, and then the uh, Sam Adonis, wa- or, uh, everybody wanted them to extend the match by five minutes. Mm-hmm. And Adonis was like, no, no, not going to do it. I'm good. I signed a contract to wrestle 20 minutes. I wrestled 20 minutes. I'm out of here. You got booed for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good heat. And the undercard, you had, you had uh, Robert Anthony, all evil Robert Anthony, with Frank the Clown, who, of course, is... That's a boyfriend of the yes. Foley? And, you know, he really wrestles. He's the manager. Of course he is. And I got to say this, he's good. Really? Yeah, I didn't want to oh, like him, did. but he's a good manager. Wow. There's a priest in the front row who, who like, uh, yelled something at him, and he just turns around and goes, you're goddamn right it is. <laughs> uh, he, he was healing the crowd the whole time. He was working. He was giving him good up. Oh, so a worker, shoot. No, it was a real priest. I found him on uh, ah, Instagram afterwards. Ah, 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 Big okay. wrestling fan. <laughs> I figured he was just a priest at the school, but, you know, he's a traveling wrestling priest. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was him versus Jake Atlas. Uh, good match. And, yeah, Frank the Clown funny. Worked it. Uh, the women, they had one women's match, Holly Dead versus uh, Savannah Stone. She was alive. Uh, Holly Dead was, she was interesting. You couldn't stop watching her. You know, she was okay. always doing something weird. She wrestled with that face paint? Oh, yeah. 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 So good, good solid match. Good. Um, oh, you had okay. So you had the Impact X Division Championship match, where Austin Ace, the Impact uh, Champion, uh-huh. was going up against uh, Christian Blake, and uh, I don't think Templito was there. I think this guy wasn't. Uh, Christian Blake and uh, Carlos Romo. Um, so Austin Austin Ace comes to the ring and he doesn't have the title with him. Okay. So he gets on the microphone and he goes, "Listen." I know about Chicago. I know about titles disappearing. They are. I refuse to bring the title out here. That's brilliant. So he must have forgotten it, but it was a funny bit. That is a funny bit. I, I, I've never really seen uh, Ace Austin before. If I was signing a guy for NXT, I would have signed him. Really? Yeah. He's got like a magic trick gimmick. Okay. Like he pulls uh, the ace out of the sleeve and like, he's like Gambit. Any rabbits? Uh, no rabbits came out. Okay. Uh, but you know he, he he's got like some magic. These the, all three of those kids can work. It was a, it was a fun match. That's great. Then you had your uh, little taste of Mexico, little taste of CMLL, uh, the largest promotion out of Mexico, with uh, your luchadors. You had Aerostar. Now, Aerostar, I believe, is the guy who fell from the ceiling. Remember that like a couple months ago, there was the clip of a show a yeah. dude like falls from the ceiling like yeah. a crazy. Sp- I think that's Aerostar. Okay. Who's, by the way, old. Like, I didn't realize, he was like a four-year-old guy falling off the ceiling. to do. Jesus. Ray Horace, who's a great luchador. Torres, he's the guy with the scary mask. Gringo Loco, who uh, you, you know something about. Kind of the show there. And uh, Drago. Guy of mine. Drago's one of the coolest-looking uh, luchadors. Yeah. Looks like a dragon. Absolutely. Um, these guys have wrestled each other a million times. In Mexico and the United States. And you could just tell watching. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like a, a fluid artwork out well, I know there. Gringo has spent a lot of time down there. 
Yeah, so you were over the last decade. I mean, he was he was into this 15 years ago. So, uh oh, I'm down to 77 percent chance of winning. He was into this 15 years ago. So you know, it uh he uh he he works it. You texted me, I think maybe pleasantly surprised isn't the word that I'm looking for, but. You were impressed. I was impressed. By yeah. his work. Absolutely. His work. You didn't expect what you were seeing. Well, unlike a lot of these other guys we've talked about, he's not a body guy. Right. Correct. Like the opposite. Right. Um, not to say he's fat, but he's right. He's 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 in better shape than I am. He yes. He mo- he's in better shape than us. He he moves in ways uh, that that can catch you off guard. Like, yeah. He uh, he 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 does the lucha style proud. I would say. He does it, and uh, you know, after the match, um, I think it was a botch at the ending. Oh, yeah. I think the referee might have counted fast. Okay. Or miscounted, or they were going long, and he just ended it. Because I think the guy who was supposed to win was outside the ring because they played they played the wrong okay. winner's music. Yeah. Um, but after the match, you know, they all came in to do their bows, and they like picked him up, and then they accepted. You know, like the head uh, the head lucha guy like shook his hand like, "Hey, you're one of us." Oh wow! And like you know, accepted him in, and then you know they all took the bow together, and uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, really good, really good work from the Luchadors. The opener yeah. had uh, Riley McGuire versus Dan uh, Housen. Now Housen is kind of like he, he's kind of the new, uh, almost like hardcore wrestler, uh, the new young um, Darby he, Allen. He's the new Darby Allen. Okay. And uh, he went out there, and he he had a jar full of teeth. He tried shoving down the, this kid's uh, uh, mouth. Um, it was the opener. It was a show opener, and it was good. It was fun. Okay. Uh, overall, if you get a chance to see Warrior Wrestling, I highly recommend it. I mean, they're booking good shit. Um, so we're a quarter down, and I'm still at zero points. I'm down to 77% chance of winning. I uh, Your boy might pull this out, Clark. Oh, man. How many points are you supposed to get out of your tight end? He averages eight. Usually puts up 10 okay. to 14. Yeah, you're fine. He's at zero. You're fine. Right now, I'm at a 35% chance to win in, in the match, and Michael Thomas has 5.8 points. Jack Doyle has none. And the uh, the ball is back in the hands of New Orleans. We'll see. I've, I've got a lot of a lot of stuff to make up here. I need 25 points uh, before this game is out. So all year in our uh, fantasy, in our, in our uh, DraftKings league, uh, the great Scott Cooley, uh, who I believe has been on the show before. Yeah, he has. The Cooley has the only one of the only teams in not to pull the win out this year in uh, fantasy football for us. And uh, finally came through this week. You were up there for a little bit. I was up there for a little bit. But it was pretty evident we weren't going to win anything pretty early. I wasn't in first, was I? I don't think I ever got to first. Yeah, I don't no. think I got there. I, I moved up. I think I finished in second. But, uh... Yeah. Wait, you finished in second? Yeah. That's got to be an error. Like second place. I had a really good tournament day. Uh, you should have played my tournament numbers, but... I appreciate that you... Well... If I send you 150, pick 20. Yeah, but which 20 do I pick? I, who cares? <sighs> Man, you sent me 170. Well, so it was your 20 plus my 150. I didn't understand what you wanted me to do with it. I, I accidentally like, sent you my 150. I played like five. I played like uh like five games. So you put up about ten points on me. Cooley put up one hundred and ninety two. Really good tournament day. Yeah, he did. Really good cash game day. I had a terrible. Ca- I put up one hundred fifty one points. So I hit the three time multiplier, and 
I'm gaining some serious ground on you from first place did, to second. Did not win. Uh, did not win any turn any cash games this week. No fifty fifties. Completely, uh, completely shit the bed. Um, with 150 points, so that just kind of tells you the kind of week it was. Uh, thankfully, my tournament was really good. I I, I had a top 500 finish. Um, uh huh. Which which is great. 50 cents got me eight dollars, which doesn't you know it doesn't seem like a lot, but right. You know, 50 cents to eight bucks is is a huge multiplier in right. gambling. Right, right. Um, I put up 228 points. Okay. So. That was a good day. First place put up uh, uh, what was top two hundred and sixty six. Wow! So I was about uh, twenty points away from uh, from winning the damn thing this okay. week. Yeah. Um, but th- that's just it. Every week I I, I want to get close to being able to be in that f- top five hundred because one of these days it'll, it'll strike again. I'm hoping. Uh, in our league, yeah, I I'm averaging one hundred and twenty five points. You're at one hundred and twenty one. And Charlie Hogan is at 110. So you and I hey, dominated. Michael Thomas touchdown. Ah, oh, fuck. There we go. What? Why? Because Cook should have gotten that touchdown. No, no, no. That should have went to the tight end. Oh, my gosh. I am now projected. I've got a 52% chance to win this. Woo! Come on, boys. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. I've taken the lead. I have an 85% chance. To pull him out of the game. Pull Cook out of the game. I think he's got a high ankle sprain. Take him out. Wait, did he make a catch? <laughs> he must have. I got 2.8 points. I'm officially 20. Uh, I'm officially one point ahead. So you need a fumble and an injury would cost you the game. Yes. That's not going to happen. He's got one catch for 18 yards. So he set up the touchdown. You're welcome, Clark, for Michael Thomas. Thank you. All right, we're all good. Everybody's happy. Look at that. Spreading the love around here on the Larcher and Lord. That's it. It's a game of love, so... <laughs> Three for three. It'd be amazing if I six six year long leagues, three championship opportunities. Woo! Who's the best, Clark? Just say it. Who's the best? You are Al. Uh, Larry chimed in a bit earlier that Cage is indeed on impact. He uh, he was recently beaten by Tessa Blanchard, which made her the number one contender. Um, I just uh, caught an article from The Ringer, uh, who was Bill Simmons' website, the the national guy who's now with HBO, used to be with a. Uh, ESPN does a lot of basketball stuff. He's a writer, publication guy. Right. But uh, the article, the headline was, uh, Tessa Blanchard is the hottest thing going in wrestling today. Yeah, she's uh, she's big, man. She is. She's big time. A lot of hype on uh, Tessa. I, the first time I'd heard of her or seen her uh, was at a, at a gym down uh, the southwest side of Chicago uh, at, a, at a bingo hall about three or four years ago when I saw her go up against uh, Sarah Logan. Yeah. Was it Crazy Mary at the time? I have told you that story over and over. She's good. She's still she she's really developed too. That's excellent. Um. Yeah, that's where we are. Uh, did you have anything left to say about Warrior Wrestling from the? Check them out. Yeah, we're going, Clark. That was a great show. Yeah, it, they're they're back again in February. I believe so. Same place. I think so. Yeah. Okay, and it's uh, at a high school. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. They're not serving drinks there, huh? No, they were drinks. Oh, they were? Yeah, yeah. The fat ass next to me had about 12 of them. Really? Yeah, Belchin. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, have some decency, man. My fat ass. What do you you mean? He was as large as I was. Okay. All right. Fair. Just checking. So don't drink as much is what you're telling him. 
Did you have any? Did you go find a, a whiskey or anything? Every time there was a chop, Clark, I would get a right in my ear. Oh, uh, you who always have the worst of luck at wrestling events. Besides that, he was quiet. Uh-huh. Or he would yell out something that was completely unfunny. You know, he wasn't very good at this. Oh, you missed me is what you're trying to get at here. Yeah, it was kind of like having you next. All right, get out of here, pal. How were the, how were the seats? Were they were they as tiny as those ones are out at Allstate and Sears? Oh no no no! They had they were steel chairs. Okay. As a matter of fact, some guy I think the priest handed Minoru Suzuki a chair during the match. Yeah. He used as a weapon. He broke it over the other guy. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, very comfortable chairs. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, do you want to talk about uh, last night's wrestling event? Sure, WWE had uh, an event that uh, critically was panned. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, people didn't seem happy with it today. It was a TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh-huh. Um, I do agree with the criticism that it's, like, too much of, like, gimmick matches. Like, by the end of it, you're just kind of bored. Like, the point was made that there were, like, 12 table spots before the table match. Right. So when you hear a table match, you're like, oh, somebody's going through a table. Well, people have gone through tables all night, and they went through them in meaningless points in matches. So yes. it wasn't that important when someone finally went through a table to end the match. It was kind of a letdown. Yep. Um, so I understand, like, that, that booking philosophy. Um, but overall, man, I, I thought it was pretty good. Poor Kyrie Sane, man. Hello, who, who is this? Who is this? No oh. callers. Hey, future Clark, answer this question. Are you still here? Oh, no. What's the question? Well, I was w- going to wait for him to ask me. Yes, past Clark, I am still here. <laughs> That was brilliant, Clark. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad we were there. Yeah, Charlie's just uh, just like the video stuff. What was that? Charlie, uh, Charlie listening. We we were just talking about oh, about how we were better than him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Third place football. right now in the uh, draft came average. Yep. No, ten man. points behind you. He's really good. Like he's he wants, we're, we're, the three of us are three-time winners. That's right. We are. And I mean, that's nine out of what have there been? Fifteen weeks. Yeah. All right. We're, I would say that we are the elite. Between Charlie Hogan, Al Larcher, and myself in this league, we've got this. We absolutely have. Uh, yeah. Oh, for God's sakes! What? What do you keep doing? I'm just trying to what make. A, I'm just trying to reply to a comment. Well, there's other ways to do it. I think. I don't know. Um, oh, it was from Minneapolis. TLC was. Um. Yeah, it was held at the Target Center, which I believe is a new uh, new venue. Newer, it's home of the Timberwolves, and uh, I believe it's also home of the uh, of the uh, hockey team, the Wild. For basketball, it holds eighteen thousand. Um, it uh, it broke ground in nineteen eighty eight, and it's been there since nineteen ninety. Riveting. So it's a little bit older than than I than I had thought. When did it When did it open? Ninety. Target Field, the baseball stadium, is newer than that, and they have a new football stadium up there. Hi. When are we going to get a new football stadium? Never. Come on. Never. 
Like you don't think ever? Ever, ever, ever. I disagree. No. Yeah, they're gonna have to. Uh, it's gonna be that Soldier Field is gonna be three hundred years old. They've got to figure something. They out. put a new uh, they put a new disc in it though. Well, when the new one was put in, they lost the the status that they had. They lost their uh, uh, land, historical landmark status. So you can tear the whole thing down now. No big deal. Probably. Uh, the show, the real show, not including the undercard, uh, which was Andrade and Humberto, which we don't watch. Uh, the New Day. And uh, uh, the New Day, of course, Big E and Kofi Kingston, defeated the Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder, in 19, and tw- 19 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, and Kofi Kingston's back at the top, back at the top of the game. He, he's had, a, as they said afterwards, he's had a great year. He spent a lot of time as the world champion. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and now he, uh, he's once again tag team champion. Back at the tag team, right. And I saw today that he just recently signed, this week I believe he signed a, an extension oh, with good. WWE to stick around. Smart. <clears throat> Smart. Yeah. Uh, that match went 19 minutes, 20 seconds. It was a ladder match. And yeah, it was good. He's got to make pretty good money between merchandise. And, yeah. They do a lot of merchandise. Cereal. They do. Do they sell pancake mix? They really should. They should. If they they don't, pancakes that they're doing. At least some there. syrup. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the match. Yeah. Yeah. Good, fun match. And then as projected, everybody said this was going to steal the show. Alex Black versus Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Ma- match of the night. some point in the match, he might have broke his jaw. His nose was definitely broken. Alex Black's. Yeah. His gushing blood. Yep. Um, two very good young talents hungry that needed to prove something in the ring to try to you know start building on. And uh, they did it. They did it. Buddy Murphy uh, looked good, even getting even with uh, Alistair going over. Yep. Um, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly. And then the Raw Tag Team Championships were on the on the line with the uh, the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, the OC, Gallows and Anderson. It ended in a double countout at a time that felt pretty weird. Right. When it, when it did. Like it was a it was a surprise double countout. Yeah, and then they they did spots after to try to keep people happy. It seemed right. Somebody was making the point like <coughs> one of these two really good teams, and um, yeah. if you, instead of just having the double countout, don't have the match on the show. Really? You no. Know, yeah. Like, like it wasn't really advertised. It wasn't built up. I mean, you did just have the match of the night. You needed something in between that and King Corbin. And Roman Reigns, like you had to have something between that, I would think, because then you're gonna get you're giving you're giving them guys 22 minutes and 20 seconds, Al. Yeah. King Corbin, of course, he had uh, Dolph Ziggler and Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder with him. Yeah, no rules, my bring bring all your friends. Sure. There was a tables, ladders, and chairs match, and uh, all three. And then, again, this is one I was talking about. The there was a lot of guys going to L- tables in the C. Can we get that Indi- Indianapolis uh, right now? We're at a fifty-fifty. Can we get that Indianapolis uh, tight end moving a little bit? Maybe he could get a couple catches. Check. Sure. Yeah, All do right. whatever you want. Long as right. Coyle doesn't drive fumble. Okay. All right. Just checking. I'm sorry. As long as uh, Cook doesn't fumble, that'll be all right with me. Um, King Corbin, Baron Corbin, is a pretty damn good heel. He is. People don't like him. 
Right. It's not. Good job. And it's not just go away heat. It's not just the Xbox heat. The Xbox heat. Yeah. Different than the PlayStation heat. Right. Well, the Xbox heat was people just didn't want to see one, two, three kid on TV. They're just like, get him out of here. So they would boo him, letting the, the company know they didn't want to see him. Yep. And uh, I don't think Corbin is that as much. I think people just generally, they're playing along with, he's a heel, he's not a likable guy, uh, people don't want to see him. Right. He was on, uh, I think he was on WWE Backstage uh, over the week with CM Punk. Uh, yeah. CM Punk was on there. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And they, was, they, you know, they were talking about him being a heel, and he's like, oh, yeah, I love it, you know, I eat it up, and... Um, yeah, he seemed to grasp what he is and what he's doing. I think you discussed he really enjoyed being in there with The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was that yeah. WrestleMania? That was. That then, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It was the kickoff of uh, SmackDown. Oh, you're right. Episode yeah. one. Yeah. Yep, yep. Of uh, SmackDown on Fox. Yep. Good match. So it's funny, back going thinking back to myself, going back to Kurt Angle, you yeah. know, announcing that he would be his retirement match, giving the rub to him, it's, it's worked. Like, it's... It is like he might be. He, he was probably the right guy for that to be in that position to retire Kurt Angle. Sure, you know I, I didn't even mention Kurt Angle. I was at the show. Oh, no, you did. Really, really wrestling. So did you bring him milk? No, I bought my WWE uh, encyclopedia for him to sign. That's cool. He had a small picture. Did so he say anything about it? It must have been when he was. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I, it was probably when he was in TNA. This is this is this is probably a negative and. Uh, you know, it's Kurt Angle, and I don't mean it to be uh, uh, too harsh, but you can tell when when guys are there to get paid and leave. And okay. he, Kurt Angle was very much that guy. Okay. He did nothing to, to say otherwise. Like, he didn't stand up for the picture. But right. watching him walk to the ring later in the night, I understood why. Like, he, he he's beat up. Like, he's his right. body. His body like, like, I didn't have a problem when Mick Foley didn't stand up, you know? Right, 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 right. right. Um, so, yeah, Kurt Angle—he's he, sitting down at the table. He would walk up. You would walk up. He'd give you a big smile, uh-huh. like, "How you doing? How, how's everything good?" He did have a cell phone in his hand. He was like getting a text as a, you know. So he like took a second. I think he saw it on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, there. We went to take the picture. He did kind of like, "Oh, we're doing a picture," and kind of like was putting it down. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he he did the picture. He signed. Didn't talk much. He did have the longest line, so, you know, he didn't really want to take up. Right, right. There was, like, some kid in a wheelchair, three three people in front of me. Front of the line. Oh, this front guy. Front of the line. I'll put him there. He waited, but, he, you know, he had to sit there and talk extra long with the wheelchair kid. So, you know, meanwhile, the clock is ticking. I got to get more out of Did you get the idea that he just felt he had to, to talk to the kid in the wheelchair, or do you get the idea that he... Well, he has to talk to everybody. There's a line of people waiting to meet him, so... Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah, he 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 went through the motions perfectly well. So again, I mean, I'm not being too harsh, but at the same time, you could tell he was just kind of like, oh my god, I gotta get you know, let's get this over with. You know, I could smile for two hours, but then I want to get the hell out of here. He had uh, a good smile in the picture that I saw. He did come to the ring. There were some mic issues. He came to the ring and he gave a very generic speech. You know, yeah. thank you so much for being here. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be who I am. You guys made me. You yeah. know, he gave like two minutes of that speech and then left, and that was it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. <coughs> uh, 
match was good. It took everybody in the kitchen sink to, to beat Roman Reigns. Literally, the kitchen sink came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time they did that spot. The kitchen that sink? That I can remember. Yeah, it was WrestleMania 13, Rosemont uh-huh. Horizon, really? Chicago Street Fight. I, fi- I know it was the Legion of Doom, and I believe they were fighting... Uh, Maybe the New Age Outlaws or Thirteen. That's pretty late. That's later for yeah. the for the Legion of Doom. Yeah, the Road Warriors, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was at their debut at WrestleMania Eight. Okay. When they first arrived in WWE, so eight, nine, ten, eleven, yeah. twelve, thirteen. So five years later, that's yeah. nearing almost the end of their run there. Um, yeah, somebody pulled out the kitchen sink. Yeah. Ha. Good. Ha. ha. So good match. Yeah, good match. Fun. The crowd throughout the show never seemed to really... <laughs> it's Minnesota. You know those oh, people. Oh, those people. Yeah, Minnesotans. Don't you know? They all talk like this, and everything is kind of no. uh, slow. No, it's more like a, oh, yeah, don't you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. That's a perfect accent. Yeah, from Minnesota. Jesse Ventura has a very thick Minnesota accent. By the way, you know a movie I just... Monsoon. Monsoon. Uh, Oh, Hogan's a cheater. Monsoon. What movie? We were just talking Jesse the Body Predator. No, no, the uh, opponent of Predator. Um, Alien. Rocky. Ooh. No, I'm sorry, not Rocky. Rambo. Rambo. I, I saw that there's the 2019 Rambo. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Don't spoil anything. Don't even tell me if it's good or bad. I don't want to hear. And I knew nothing from the mass spoiler over here. I don't have many spoilers on it. So I started, I, I was two minutes into it, and I realized I don't remember a damn thing about Rocky. Okay. So I was on Patrick's Plex. Yep. So I suplexed it back to uh, Rocky 1, first blood. Rambo 1. Yeah, Rambo 1. Same right. thing. One, one's boxing, <laughs> one's one's murdering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it. Murdering? Well, he's... He's taking uh, liberties in his... Well, it's 2019. He has post-traumatic stress disorder. Very much so. And uh, he's struggling through the horrors of the world. So how was the first one? First one was pretty good. Okay. But I completely... I, halfway through it, I'm like, oh, I totally have seen this. I think I might even have seen it in the theater when I was a little, little kid. Okay. Um, but I don't think I'd watched Rambo in 20 years. Okay. So I watched that. I started two last night. Rambo First Blood. First Blood. Rambo 2. And uh, he goes back to the Vietnam War. Okay. And uh, I fell asleep. Did they let him know, like, hey, we're not still having a war here? Well, there was a little bit of a... Oh, of course. But, you know, he was looking for P- P- uh, POWs. So I asleep. I think you're good to go. You can watch 2019 now. I feel... Well, I know. i got to go through the whole progression. you got to watch that one that came out, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there was, like, Rambo 07. There was, like... <laughs> No, there was. I think there's been one since before this, and I, I didn't. I didn't see the last two, but that's what I'm saying. There's like one, two, and three, and then there's like a 15 year gap. Moments where you're just waiting for Rambo to show up and appear with a gun, just shooting everybody on sight. Yeah, and that happens. That's a. I think it happens in every Rambo movie. Oh yeah, it should. I mean, that's that's who Rambo is. What a movie! All right, well, let me know. You can spoil it for me and everything. All right, I'll let you know. Whoa. Um, I mean, I guess we can move on with the show. Finish this card. Uh, Bray Wyatt in a non-title match. 
versus The Miz. Yeah, I was watching Dishes. I watched the intro. And a really interesting intro. Yeah, a great package for it. Bray Wyatt comes out, he's waving to the kids. He's Somebody described it as very Eugene-like. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I saw a very much a um, a TV kid show. Yeah. Which, the Funhouse logo is very much like Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse, which I watched for the first time today. Okay. I'll have to show you sometime. Yeah, it's probably what they modeled Yeah, I think it's modeled after that. Very much so. Um, but Bray Wyatt was out there wrestling, not, not the fiend. Yeah, so Bray Wyatt comes out. I um, so I decided to like I watched the intros. I saw it. I'm like, oh, I only got like a couple dishes to wash. So I went and I started. Let this match start. I'll get in there before yeah. it really gets going. Next thing you know, it's, it's over. Over. Yep. And I think Bray Wyatt just beat the hell out of the Miz the whole match, pretty much, right? The Miz had some offense. Okay. So then afterwards, that's when things got crunchy. Yeah, the fiend showed up, and then uh. He was going to have to do what he had to do. He brought the oversized, Bray Wyatt brought out the oversized hammer. Yeah, yeah, mallet. Mallet, if you will. And then uh, the Fiend, it seemed like, was about to show up. Right. I wondered what they were going to do. Part of me kind of wondered if they'd been maybe uh, maybe adding weight to a guy like Bo Dallas. Yeah. And maybe he would show up and be the Fiend, you know, like. So the Fiend could be there while Bray Wyatt is there? Or Daniel Bryan also now takes on the Fiend role, which could have been interesting. Like, when when he did come out and he had the hoodie on, like if he had the mask on as well? Yeah. That would be pretty cool. What if the Fiend was like, different characters could take on the Fiend role? Right. You know, it wasn't just Bray Wyatt, but once you're in, J- once you're in the fun club, the fun house club, you can be possessed by the You can all be the Fiend. Yeah, you could all be the time. Right. I do like that. I don't know if if that's fair to him, to Bray Wyatt. Well, he would be the head fiend. He would have to give the the head fiend. It worked out really well for Doink. Yeah, yeah. With all the little Doinks. Right. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. But there are like two two Doinks. I mean, two full-size Doinks. Last year was the double Doink. Right, right, right. right. That, that, that guy, he's with the Dolphins or something now. The Miz. Uh, I I started really enjoying him as a heel, and I still don't hate him as a face out there. It's a good guy. I think he's a baby face, and I think that uh, I think he works hard out there. Yeah. Yeah. When, Bray, when Brian Danielson came out, or Daniel Bryan, and he had the hood on, like <laughs> it was him. Like you knew it from get go who it was. Well, the crowd already cued you in. They were started a yes chant. Well, right. they cut to them. Well, and I, I mean, I saw it before they were chanting it, right? Yeah, I, I did. I, I heard the yes chant. I'm like, oh, Brian's out there. And then, yeah, they go to the hooded guy and he reveals. Yeah. And yeah, you knew. But now he's back to what he looked like when I used to watch him wearing the monitor. Right. It's a clean cut, Brian Daniels. Yeah, I prefer that. Like he, he looks a lot younger too. You know, he looks ten years younger. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it 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 drops him in age. So that's going to be a good that that should be f- uh, fun to watch, Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, here are the uh, the portrayals of the Doinks. Matt Osborne, the original Doink. Oh, this is great. Well, I believe he's dead. Yeah, he's, Matt Osborne's dead. Dead Doink. Dead Doink. Rest um, in peace. Yeah, so Matt Matt Osborne was the was the original Doink. Steve Kern. Uh, wrestled as the uh, illusion doink at WrestleMania 9, and occasionally the real doink at house shows. Steve Lombardi, of course, the Brooklyn brawler. 
Occasionally wrestled as Doink at house shows and dressed as Doink for various WWE appearances. Wow. Uh, Ray Apollo wrestled as Doink in the WWF after Osborne left the company. Dusty Wolf wrestled as Doink in NWA and other indie promotions. Ace Darling wrestled Scott Flamengo as Doink in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in 94. Scotty Flamingo. Eugene wrestled as Doink on uh, the July 31st, 2003 episode of SmackDown, losing to Chris Benoit. Who, by the way, The Dark Side of Wrestling, a really good documentary. Uh, They're going to do a Chris Benoit uh, episode this year in season two. That'll be interesting. Uh, Jeff Jarrett once dressed up as Doink to put pranks on Dink. Ah, nailed it. Men on a Mission and the Bushwhackers wrestled as the four Doinks. At the 1993 Survivor Series. Oh, boy. And the great Chris Jericho, the AEW oh, champion, took on uh, the persona of Doink in order to perform an ambush on William Regal. There you go. He doinked it. Doink is a playable character in Acclaim's 1994 video game, WWF Raw, Midway's WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, and SmackDown vs. Raw 09 is a downloadable character. So, there you go. Okay. Here's your Doink history. So the uh, the match just before the main event, uh, the cuckold match, 13 minutes and 30 seconds. It was uh, Bobby Lashley and Rusev. Bobby Lashley, of course, with uh, the newly divorced Lana in his corner. Yep. Jerry Lawler, not a very good uh, marital mediator. See, unlike me, I've I have uh, officiated or signed the paperwork on three weddings. So, as Minister Larcher, including yours... You're currently three out of three. No divorces. Zero percent is divorce rate. I'm going to start putting ads on the internet. All right. So, from what I've heard, is that if if you kind of stopped watching Raw after the... If, if you were turned off by Lashley and Lana out there the first time they brought it out, and you haven't really watched since, I've heard that you're really uh, missing out. Because I've heard that this... this uh, Storyline between Lashley and Rusev, and I hear that the, it's entertaining. I hear that they've been having some matches. I enjoy it. I've heard good things, but I just I don't get it. I didn't. I haven't been watching it. You don't I get it. I didn't even. I didn't enjoy it last night. Oh, you're such a turd. I mean, they kept on the camera angle. Always had to show Lana in the background the entire time. Such a turd. I don't know. I didn't dig you it. Shave that mustache. You're not worthy of a Rusev type mustache. I didn't dig it. Get rid of the mustache, Clark. You are not Rusev mustache worthy. I don't believe that Rusev and Lana are really divorced. Shame. I, I think that they're still together, and I think it's just it's. Oh, uh, so you're telling me when you watch when you watch um it's silly when you watch a movie with an actor who's married to somebody famous, you don't uh you can't differentiate. It's that hard for you. So that's it. If they're good actors and they can pull it off, it's good, but they can't. Hello? Like, they can't pull it off. Yeah, what's you? Hello? Hello, is this even working? I... Oh, something's it would, it would feel more real if it was real, and it's obvious that it's not. Because they're, they're great athletes and everything. It's just wrestlers don't tend to make good actors. So. I'm not that interested in it. Right, but the problem—the problem is they're not playing it very well. And maybe it was when I was like twelve that uh, 
that I I didn't notice how bad the acting was with them because I really enjoyed it. Because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is terrible. But anyway, I hear I've been missing out, and I don't know. The match didn't really do much for me. Oh no, sorry. Yeah. Hopefully they work harder for you next time. Yeah, maybe they should. Yep. Well, then I can't wait to hear your opinion on the final match. Well, when somebody was hurt through most of it, like it's they they've got to punt during that. Like they've got to they've got to try to figure out how to get through it. I think they did a great job of getting through the match. That's why I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting to see how they handled it. Uh, so if you didn't watch it. One of the girls in the Kabuki Warriors, or Jerry Lawler called her Kabuki Warrior too. Kyrie Sane. Uh, Kyrie Sane. What uh, he I don't know. He's, he's 70. Like, what the fuck is that? He's amazing. So, Kyrie Sane. People uh, must have lit that up on Twitter. They must, I bet he got lit. Oh, he did. But again, the dude is 70. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, you know how I exaggerate, I'll exaggerate somebody's age sometimes. No, the dude is 70 years old, legit. I know. Kefa is, like, uh, it's a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, God, your cold's contagious. So, uh, so, uh, I saw the spot. Like, I kind of knew, because yeah, I, I need to see it again. I started watching the show, uh, a little late, and I, I saw something on uh, Twitter about Kyrie Sane, and I, I saw, like, oh, she, she got concussed. So when it happened, I was aware. I'm like, oh, that's a spot right there. Okay. It's an exploder uh, uh, suplex into the guardrail. Charlotte gave it to her. Charlotte gave it to her. And she hits the guardrail, and it looks like a normal fall, like nothing bad happened. But if you notice, there's area on the uh, the mat, between the uh, uh, the mat and the guardrail, there's a slight, there's like a, a, a square foot of uh, concrete. And I think she just... Hit back of her head, just right on it. Just lightly, you know, a light tap on the back of the head. And she's smaller than Charlotte. Than, than she's a small she's woman. The smallest yeah. one out there, right? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. I don't know. You enjoyed see, watching the rest of it, seeing how they got a, how they got around it. Well, so she's she's a hundred. She's one hundred fifteen pounds, five one. So small, a small Asian lady. Yeah. Very good wrestler, though. Um, I guess Charlotte didn't realize she was. Concussed? Really? Because Charlotte slaps her in the face hard. Like, she goes to do a pile, but uh, like, it didn't become apparent when somebody let her in on, hey. I think so. Because they all knew it soon. Yeah, Charlotte was like, there was a good four minutes where she had no idea. Because Charlotte, they go to give uh, Kyrie Sane a power bomb, and Kyrie Sane is just dead weight. She's not helping. Like, if you want to see wrestling exposed, there it is. Like, you, you, they're lifting her, and they're struggling to get her up, and they're doing all the work. It's Becky and her both carrying her. Yeah. They throw her down, and uh, you can tell Charlotte's like, you know, why is she sandbagging us? So when she gets back up, Charlotte just smacks her. She gives her uh, a shoot. Oh, wow. She gives a receipt on her. She gives her a Like, get in the match, and she slaps her hard in the face, and Kyrie just kind of goes down. And then uh, Becky, you can tell Becky figures it out. Like, this yeah. girl's not all there right now. Right, 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 right. And right. Uh, so Charlotte spares Kyrie Sane, and Kyrie doesn't sell it. She just kind of crumbles. And Charlotte, like, yells at her, like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Right, right, right. And uh, then, yeah, and then I think it becomes pretty clear that she's concussed. And right. uh, they're trying to protect her, but they're still trying to work through the match. Right, right. You know, the girls are supposed to win, so... Right. It was interesting. The announcers never call it out, which I thought was weird. But I also think it could be a liability. 
Sure. You know, like if the announcers are saying it on air and the WWE right. is not doing anything about stopping the match. Right. I wonder what what they'll say about it. This yeah, week. I'm sure they brush right over it. Yeah. They don't even talk about because it. Because it's, it's a tough thing to talk about right now. Or they'll say, you know, uh, Kyrie was uh, hurt in the match. Uh, you know, she's out of competition for a week or so. Uh-huh. I mean, from what I understand, she she's had some neck and concussion issues in the past. Well, so. she uh, she tweeted a thumbs up. She, I saw that today, today at two or four. And uh, Becky Lynch tweeted last night that yeah. she's truly a warrior. And then Charlotte today tweeted out that you are a badass woman. Today at eleven thirty-eight a.m. Oh, did you happen to catch that the? Uh, speaking of Twitter, Josh Gordon it was announced that he was suspended. He was playing for the Seahawks now. Yes. Uh, due to. Uh, Drug violations, both of performance-enhancing kind and also the marijuana. Right. Multiple violations. They released that. They sent that tweet out at 4:20 today. <laughs> That's not an accident. No, not at all. No. Yeah. Anyway. So January 1st, 6 a.m. The weed becomes legal. I thought it was midnight. No, no I, I think it's like 6 a.m. I think it's 6 a.m. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure, Clark, but I'm pretty damn positive. I just saw a tweet that if you start playing, it, it, it was a memo to all DJs in the area. Uh-huh. If you start playing Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, first of the month, I believe, or no, uh, the other one, the one about it getting high. Yeah. You start playing it at a certain time, and then uh, it, a line will match up right at midnight. Yeah, this isn't making much sense now that I'm Wow. Because there's a lot of formats in yeah. Chicago that are going to play Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because that's right on the, uh, that's such a big song right now. Yeah, crazy. Let's see here. Uh, January 1st. Is that you? No. Oh, I thought it was you. I was was like, what is Clark playing over there? I like what you have going on, though. That works. I was trying to figure out the the time. I'm pretty sure it's like 10, it's like 6 a.m. Okay. I was reading one of those articles, you know, one of the news articles on it. But it becomes legal. Well, that's probably when you could first legally sell it. (coughs) Right, but you can't. He's going to be open at midnight that night. Right, but you you can't legally have it until it's legal to legally be sold. So at 6 a.m., should I just throw a bunch of weed in my pocket and go walking down the street? I think you could just carry it in a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? You can even put a sack on your... You can't uh, really smoke it, though. Right. Because I saw the police say that sometimes even on your own front porch. Yeah, you have to be in, like, the privacy of your own home. And landlords can ban it. Employers can fire you for it. Yeah, I just don't understand. Well, I mean, I understand the smell factor about in a, in a house. Sure, it should be the same as uh, uh, right. a cigarette. You know, uh, hey, we don't want you smoking inside our home. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I respect that. but I don't think... I think firing you for something that's legal is... Yeah. I know that an issue with that. the character of you. Tells me about the character of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. You like that? It's very, it's very telling in your character. It is. Somebody <laughs> told me that yesterday. Oh, I made a meme. I made a meme. I may actually get high during the show sometime. I if, have. Uh, if, uh, once it's legal. Oh. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think week one we should probably have a big bong. Yeah, I do. I used to have a bear's bong. See, that would have been perfect. You have a big one? Oh, you don't. Oh, that's amazing. I got a nice glass one we'll pull out. Mm-hmm. I'll get it cleaned up. 
I'll check it out for the show. You heard it here first, folks. Watch Facebook Live week one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a lead party. New Year's is on like a Tuesday night, so that'll be the following. It'll be like the 6th, January 6th. So I bought, a, I bought the Establish the Run um, package this year. Uh, the Establish Adam, the Run package. Adam Levitan and... Um, oh, my God. What's his name got me? Uh, Evan Silva. Yeah, a couple of uh, fantasy football gurus. Yeah, it was it was one hundred and fifty dollars. I thought it was a little much, but I really enjoyed it um, all year. And uh, it really the package of it was uh, Silva goes ahead and he, he breaks down every game. Was that the total package? It was the total package. Luger, what's up? Uh, you know, like he'll, he'll go uh, Brady's week thirteen fourteen distribution. 28 three passes to Edelman, 18 to White, 10 to Jacoby Myers. At the set, New England's lone pass catcher with fantasy appeal at this stage is Edelman. Has drawn double-digit targets in eight straight games, banking 89 yards. So he gives you all the, the fantasy breakdown of the, of the game. Yeah, you know, what cornerback they're going, how much points they're given. So I thought that was worth $150. Um, but they also do a podcast and they added a third guy who's one of the better uh, cash game players in the country. Okay, was that you? To the podcast? No, I didn't get, I didn't get the invite. So was a Chicago guy, too, by the way. Um, so anyways, every Friday they do a podcast. And, you know, I always check out the podcast. They break down every game. Uh-huh. They call it the, the Karma Sutra podcast. Okay. Because they go position by position. Mm-hmm. With uh, a good plays, you know, based on position. Well, anyways, they added, they added this guy, uh, Wiggins. Andrew uh-huh. Wiggins. And he's a, he's a good uh, cash game player, anyways. So they were uh, he's from Colorado. And he's a stoner he a basketball player. Different guy. Okay. And he's a stoner from Colorado. Like he missed a show to go to a fish concert. Yes, he did. And the other day he was like, the, he, you know, they they have the uh, peel, the um, banana peel. No, no, they do the podcast. They have the pictures, like you know, each of them, but they're not in the same location. Oh right. So we got to figure out how to do that too. Um, right. And. Uh, his, you could watch them on the podcast? His, yeah, yeah. His image froze. Like, he had a connection issue. They're like, oh, all that, you know, weed smoke. And it was just the dumbest, like, total stoner face that you've ever seen. Oh, that's fun. Couldn't stop laughing. That's anyways. Fun. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I do I do uh, recommend them next year for fantasy. Uh, establish the run. Establish the run. If you're looking for an edge, uh, I, th- I think that's the... That's where I would start. That's where I would start. I need an update in my year-long... Uh oh, just in, Doyle. I've got a fifty-seven percent chance to win. One twenty-one to one hundred nine right now, Al. Wow. Thomas has eighteen, and Doyle has one point six. I told you so. Doyle gets a touchdown, and you're probably winning this one. Wow, that's a heck of a day. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, I think I'm going to lose by two points. Let's see. Well, I've officially uh, Cook has now put up nine point four points. I have a uh, seven. The Saints are in the red zone. I have an eight point lead. The Saints now. are in the red zone. Folks. Eight point lead. Ninety seven percent chance of making your finals, Clark. Uh, As commissioner, would you please uh, congratulate me? I can't congratulate you yet. I will wait for this. But I will say ninety seven percent. The man who married my wife and I, while my best beats the man who was my best man. Yeah, at my wedding here, happening here tonight. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted, Al. 
You know how to You're going to be in the championship next week. Is that right? Three years, Clark. Three years I've been in your league. No, I think you've been in my league for two. No, I didn't. I, I won at year one. Lost in year two. Oh, you're right. Back in the title picture, year three. Yeah. I'm the most consistent. The, the, the shark has officially arrived, Clark. And you do have the highest score uh, in the league this week. But next week, uh, and it looks like you're going to go up against Protein Fight Milk. That's against Mark. And we'll see what happens there. Who's this Mark guy? Yeah, give me a little bag. How do you know this Mark? I grew up with him. Is he a Mark? We are wrecked in plays together. Oh, he's a lesbian. We're in sports together. Oh, he's an athletic lesbian. We played a lot of euchre. With my mother. Oh, he's a small-time athletic guy. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and uh, he, he was at my wedding. You would have seen him there. Well, when you get a chance, text him and let him know he's losing next week. Wow. I don't think I'm going to do that, Al. Let him know the champion is back okay. and the champion does not lose. Woo! We have a 63% chance of me, uh, of me winning here. Michael Thomas now has uh, 21 points. God, I hope he wins this game. <laughs> Why? Because I'm getting excited now? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down by nine. I am down by nine. Yeah, and it's still half the second half. Woo-hoo! Jimmy, what's up, buddy? So you're going to have to keep me updated. Uh, maybe we can post something on the website. Well, we see how your, your eighth place team is doing. You're 3-10, Al, in this league. Uh-huh. And you have scored, like, a lot of points. And you haven't even paid attention the last, like, week or so. Yeah, I stopped playing. But, uh... You scored a ton of points, but that league, I think more people scored against you than anybody else. Yeah, 1,671. Only uh, only one other guy had like 1,640. Well, I will say this, Clark. Exact same draft board, all six leagues. I was in six leagues. I'm in three championships. Tell me somebody else who's winning 50% of their leagues. I mean... That's just what fantasy football is. You're gonna run into. That. You're gonna. You're gonna. You, there's gonna be times where you're not. In your leagues, you're gonna get screwed. Even yeah. though you're you're the best or one of the best teams. Absolutely, Jesus! I've got a lot of roster. Away. Actually, I take that back. Two. I'm in five leagues, three championships. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Do you you want to you want a cook touchdown here? I'll take a cook touchdown. I could use the Thomas touchdown. You don't really need a cook touchdown. No, but I, I do like running the score up. Why? You know, let your let your buddy know, your best man know that. He's a good guy. I, he needs to know who the real best man There's is. There's no need to run the score up. See, but this is scary. I need the Thomas touchdown now because he might not be used much in the second half. Right. They could just move it to the ground. have 17 to nothing. Yeah, that's Kamara time. But that's actually Doyle. time. It could be a Doyle time as well. Well, yeah, because we're going to be striking back. Because Indianapolis is going to be stri- striking higher. Uh, yeah, you have yeah. to move to a pass game. It's in New Orleans, though. That's a tough place to play. Two I seconds left on the clock. They're probably going to kick the field goal here. Well, yeah, they are. None of us yeah. are going to get anything. Uh-uh. Well, I do have lots of my uh, in the league that I'm winning and going into the championship next week. Do you, do you ever tell your kids not to be a Lutz? No, I don't. We should you, Hazel, don't be a Lutz. I say don't be a Putz. Yep, he made it. They, uh, he's got me eight points already. Will Lutz with two field goals and two two touch, two uh, extra points. That'll work. So yeah, AEW is going to do a uh, a pay per view revolution. 
uh, right next door to the McCormick Place where C2E2 is taking place, which is Chicago's Comic-Con, right? Yeah, I think so. And they're going to do a pay-per-view at a stadium that's uh, comparable to the size of the Sears Center. Right. I looked it up. I think a little smaller. Yeah. They're both about 10,000 seaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wintrust Stadium, the uh, DePaul Stadium here in town. Should be another fun show. Although after the dynamite we were at with Cody, he seemed to really be, have a. He, he took the Sears Center. He said, "I will always consider this stadium my home, our home." Right. Which I think he's just saying, "Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be somewhere else next show." But this is this is the home. Yeah. Well, well I I think it was one of those deals where they wanted to they wanted to latch on to uh, big events. I think that's part of the marketing strategy. They did the uh, the video game. Uh, event now they're doing uh, the C two E two. I think they're kind of testing. You know, if we attach ourselves to these uh, nerd events, um, maybe we can we can pull some of the nerds away. Because I think they're just going they're going for a nerd audience. Yeah. If we can pull nerds away from other nerd dumbs and bring them into our world, because they're all nerds. Sure. You know, Kenny Omega, big nerd, huge video game right. nerd. Right. Uh, Cody is a huge sci-fi guy. Him and Lou could probably hang out and watch some movies. That'd be yeah, I, I'd imagine that'd be fun. Um. You know, the Young Bucks are nerds. Like, and they're, they're all nerdy dudes, so I, I feel like part of their strategy is to kind of uh, get into that community. And uh, so the strategy, I think, is it needed to be next to there. Well, I think they're all out, too, or all in, too, or whatever the event is next year on Liberty Weekend. I think that's going to be at the Sarasota. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. <sighs> I get it. I think it's a. I think it's a solid move. Maybe. Nobody wants to travel down to the, to the McCormick place. Maybe they're going to be getting wrestling figurines soon. Maybe for sure. Maybe uh, a video game. Do you, you want to start? A, we are from do you want to start a, an action figure company with me, and we can go pitch to that? After watching that show, yeah. I feel like anybody could start an action figure. I company. feel like if you wear that jacket into a uh, a board meeting, White Lightning. Like, we could tie in a pro wrestling tease. White Lightning. Wasn't that his name? The the one brother's name that kept going back to him and he'd go, White Lightning. Yeah. Wasn't he Jewish something? Or Jewish it? Lightning. Jewish Lightning. No, it was, it was Jewish, Jewish Lightning. <laughs> Jewish Lightning is what he kept saying. And have you seen now they made and that, of course, is the, the show. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that. How toys were made. And then, uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of the movie ones, The Home Alone. Right. Which, uh, the set. Was uh, filmed like the inside of the house was filmed at New Trier High School. Oh, interesting to find out. But the neighbors loved it. There was a, a couple across the street. They had home video and stuff. Did you see any of those? I, I've watched the Ghostbusters. I've watched uh, Die Hard. I have not watched the Home Home uh, Home Alone one yet. I, I started Die Hard. Uh, I forget what it was named at first, but uh, other people that they had talked about getting for it. it I'm excited to finish that one. Oh, so I made a little... Ghostbusters was fun, and I'm excited for the sequel that's coming out next year. Yeah, I am too. Although I have a feeling it's going to be very little of the original cast. Yeah, that's the way the, the, the trailer looks. Yeah. It? yeah, we'll see. So I made this little meme the other day. Mimi. Of uh, Marty didn't sign. Right. And I posted, Marty didn't sign as the new Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay. And somebody gave me a lecture on humanity. Where did you post it? Uh, all elite wrestling uh, private group. Oh yeah, and uh, let's see here. The guy, the, the guy. Uh, if you even 
marginally think or believe that an arch criminal who prostituted children to politicians and the rich being murdered in jail, most likely by cops to prevent him from testifying against the clients, is equal to an entertainer not signing a TV show contract. Your intelligence is questionable and your morals are shit. To which I responded, Raymond, if you can't grasp, I'm comparing the two, I'm not comparing the two as humans, but rather the spread of the saying, your intelligence is questionable and your comprehension skills suck. Fair. Because I'm not, I'm obviously not comparing Epstein to uh, Marty Scrawl. Right. I'm saying that the, in the wrestling world, Marty didn't sign getting posted everywhere is, is it very similar to the way the Epstein was being killed was the name of the week, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idiots. I used a GIF, a GIF that you used yesterday. Did you see that I had used that? On this post that you're speaking of right now, you replied to somebody who said, no, it isn't. You gave the dude with the, well, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. I used that yesterday. I've never used it before. Oh, there you go. Do you you ever hang out or something? Or do you, yeah. I've been using that one for months. He goes in that to fact check. So he's obviously not too, uh, He's not too mad about it, that guy. No. Oh, here he is, Raymond. Okay. Yeah, he got a little pissy. He got likes. He got two likes. Yeah, he's getting dumb people. There's plenty of it. Like, I usually post AEW fans on the worst. This guy here, just when I think the posts on this page hit rock bottom, I see another one that just gets even stupider. Yeah, and I was going to apply, well, stupider isn't a word, but I looked it up and else. <laughs> so, I saved myself some embarrassment. <laughs> Good work. Don't I was going to put the asterisk and put more stupid, and then I looked it up. I'm like, hey, is stupid or word? I asked the Google, and it, they're like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, 100 people liked it. So. Yeah, most people got it. Most people understood the humor behind it. You know, you like for me too, pal. You're going to get a notification over there that tells you, hey, boom, Clark Lawrence and. And this likes your photo in Ali Late Wrestling. This is Ben. Larcher talks about a post he made. Just when I oh, how come you didn't get my response on there? What's that? So he said, just when I think the post on his page should rock yeah. bottom, I see you get stupider. Mine was, you have a wonderful sense of humor, and I bet you're really fun at parties, man. And his reply was, I'm typically a great host for the most part. Otherwise, I'm a hoot for the second third of the party before I end up leaving. My reply. So about the point everybody else is drunk. Yep. No, that a boy, John. Yeah, that was all right. He was all right. Do you get the idea about a lot of these folks that are in these groups that we're in? Mm-hmm. They're not. Uh, they're not yeah. quite all there. They're not all in. It changed. Shut wow. Back up. It's eight years of doing shows together. Yeah. That's, it just takes that long to get in sync, huh? Wow. Yep. Well then, uh, did you hear the big media news feeder broke uh, earlier today? No, no. Uh, it started as a venture from uh, the Tribune Company and, and WGN, a spinoff of it, in 1993, CLTV. Right. Is coming to an end. Oh. You know, Nexstar bought WGN like three months ago? Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of, feeder mentioned a lot of guys got their start. Up through there, like Peggy Kaczynski, uh, a lot of people that you see uh, through through the, through different sports. I feel like I saw a lot of Leanne Trotter on there. I've always been a fan of Leanne Trotter. Um, there's some of the WGN people got their start there. Paul Conrad, 
that Marty guy. I uh, I never had any. Uh, I never was on CLTV. Hmm. You know, I'm kind of getting sick of Cody. Oh, this stuff. This stuff's getting to me. The Dark Order promos are great. The creepy music. Yeah, so we're doing a show in uh, Georgia. <laughs> Who's that, man? See, I like that. I, I was, I was much, though. All this shit is starting to become like, he's a little too salesman. Like, he's uh, selling used cars. No. It's bigger. Yeah, I just I feel like he's it just is he's coming all this bullshit to me. Yeah. No, you you may disagree, but um No, I don't know, I dig it. I, I really enjoyed seeing the Dark Order promos. Like they're better than I expected. When we first saw that group uh come out, you know, I I haven't been the biggest fan of the Dark Order how the, the out in the ring and whatnot, I wasn't. But uh, but Lana and those promos uh, are fantastic. But Lana and those guys are terrible. No, I just I don't. I haven't watched. Let's see if we can. This is this is like. Uh, let's see if we can get something here. Oh, let me guess. Add. Ah, uh, Clark. You all got all your Christmas uh, shopping done? Huh? Got all the Christmas shopping yeah. done? Yeah. We got I, I didn't. I haven't bought anything for no, Christmas. No. So. Have yourself. Oh, this isn't good. Nope. Now what you're now what you're going for? I, I'm trying to get like a a good. Uh, I want to give a good Cody type uh, uh, promo. You know. Oh, I see. So you're looking. But you got you got to have the right you got to have the right music. Yeah, you do. You sure do. This holiday season, this holiday season, when a podcast is needed to celebrate the greatness of radio, from Larry Lujak to John Howe, only one podcast can get the job done. In a city, a city of wind, a city of big shoulders and orange sport coats, only one show can rise to the occasion. That show is the Larcher and Lawrence and live from the Sports Pad Sports Attic Go Basement Podcast. Who's that? Well yeah. Did I mess that up? That was good, Al. 
You rocked it. Yeah, yeah, the music wasn't right, though. It, it, it needed to be like a... See, that's where you need to be like a chameleon, and you need to be able to go with it. Go with that music, my my young friend. Mm-hmm. Well, in the future. Well, here we go. In the future. Who knows what the future holds, Clark? Maybe it will be on CLTV. Do you remember when I asked my future self a question earlier in this show? I do. That was in the past. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Uh-huh. You don't have to talk high. It does that for you. Oh, you're working too hard. Why is wait? Why why am I bred? Because give us this day our daily bread, as we discussed earlier. This game could come down. I can lose this game because I took up Kansas City's defense and took Minnesota on the bench. What are you doing, boys? What are you doing, boys? Far away. That's a workout. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know what else there's to say. I think we covered everything. You got some radio prank you want me to play here? No. Oh, yeah, sure. That uh, that's from uh, the TV show CLTV. There's Peggy Kaczynski with uh. Oh, it's a blooper reel of Peggy Kaczynski. I don't even know how long it is. Rest in peace, CLT.
I think everything that needs to be. Is there anything I'm missing? Uh, you, did you any wrestling? Uh, Total Divas had their season finale. What's her name? Uh, who's the what's the lesbian? The Miz. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you do. I mean, she's she's always with Mandy Rose. Um, not Nikki Cross. The uh, I like her a lot too. Damn it, I'm just blanking on her name. Uh, I think her real name's like Dario Rose. No, 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 no. No. She was an MMA fighter. Not Shayna Baszler. Uh, the one that we saw at Takeover. No. No. Sonya Deville. Oh yeah. Uh, Sonya Deville, the first uh, openly gay female wrestler oh. in WWE. Um, she she had a lot of beef with Natalia, the cat lady, the crazy cat lady. Okay. They had some beef. Uh, they were having an outing in uh, Hawaii, and uh, uh, she brought her girlfriend with her, who's like a you know like a, one of those YouTube uh, models or something. Okay. And uh, you know, they, but, but Natalia kind of wanted it just for the girls. Ones, and so that was some beef. And then okay. they, they found out, uh, you know, Liv Morgan, you know, Liv Morgan, one of the blue tongue. Yep. She was there, and she'd never been on vacation before. What? She'd never been, in her life. She'd never been on vacation, and she explained like, you know, she's like, uh, she grew up poor. Her, her, they had. She has uh, five uh, siblings. Yeah. And her dad died when she he, he died of a heart attack when she was like three. So mama raised all the girls by themselves, and they they never could go on vacation. You know, a okay. single mother raising five kids by herself, he, he couldn't get it done. So the Bellas heard this, and they immediately decided. Well, let's call mom up and bring her out and surprise her. So they brought their mom out. To mom. Why? Jeez. To give them the vacation they never had. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very touching. Everybody cried. You know, it was a very emotional moment. Yep. Um, but, so Liv Morgan's gorgeous. You know Liv Morgan, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Little blonde with the, with the yeah. blue tongue. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a gorgeous gal. And um, so you, they, they call up mom, mom Morgan. And they get on the phone and yeah, oh hell, we ain't never been on no vacation. I come on out. I wonder what mom looks like, you know. I mean, at least I was. Uh-huh. I mean, for now, I'm like, God, I wonder what mom looks like. <coughs> you know, is your mom gonna be drop dead gorgeous or uh, yep. you know what, what's the deal there? Uh-huh. They bring this mom in. Let me tell you, they unveil her and she is, she's got no teeth. Okay. I mean, straight out of a trailer park. Like, okay. uh, not, not an attractive woman uh, by any means. Uh, so that was the big uh, season. But everybody cried, of course, because it was a very t- touching moment. Ah, uh, that's awesome. You know, uh, Mom had never been on vacation before, and, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Hey, we're about to run out of time over on Blog Talk. Well, then we might as well just start ending this thing, yeah. because uh, what else is there? Yeah, say? like 30 seconds or so. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't, you know, are naked? Oh, no, that's, uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that says it all. I will see you next week, and uh, Larcher and Lawrence should be back. We'll talk. I think Christmas is right in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. More things uh, to discuss. We'll, uh, we'll probably know for sure which wrestling events we're going to be heading to. We'll know that the Bears are still out of the playoffs. We'll discuss if, uh, 
if I won, if you want to find out if I won my match, you'll have to tune in. I think you should post on uh, Facebook. People, I don't think people should have to wait. No, I think I think you wait for the next episode. Uh, that's cool, man. Cool. All right. I'll spoil it if I find out. What is up if you, if you want to know? All right, everybody. We are out of here. Have a good night. Till next week.